So last week we started looking at the book of James uh, with an eye to learn about prayer. Uh, So we're not studying the whole book, we're just uh, sampling those areas uh, where prayer is mentioned. And uh, so chapter one started off right quick with uh, the encouragement to ask for wisdom and in the context of our um, the testing of our faith. Uh, so we dealt with that last time. And so now we're jumping ahead to chapter three and uh, just a Bible geography question. Uh, what is the main theme of James chapter three? the main subject that's being dealt with. Okay, the tongue. All right, so our speech uh, is the main uh, subject of chapter 3. And a very, uh, very important chapter uh, when it comes to teaching us about our tongue. Uh, There's another book in the Bible that also teaches us lots about the tongue. Uh, What is that other book? Okay, Proverbs. Uh, the book of Proverbs. There's lots uh, in the book of Proverbs, uh, little snippets scattered throughout the whole book uh, that teach us about our speech, right? And ha ha ha, the book of Acts, uh, teaching about tongues. Uh, so, <laughs> which is true, but uh, not what we are talking about. So, um, anyway, so uh, these are very important. Uh, sections of scripture and uh, ones that uh, we do well to give consideration to. And so you might say, well, okay, this is a chapter that really emphasizes our our speech, our tongue, the use of our tongue. So really, is there something about prayer uh, in this chapter? And I would say, I mean, it's not obviously the major emphasis, but there is something about prayer. Uh, in verse, uh, well, let's start at uh, verse 6. No, let's start at verse 1, just to give the context, because we don't spend too much time in this chapter. So, my brethren, be not many masters or teachers, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, Yet they are turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature, and is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beasts, and of birds, and of serpents, and of things in the sea is tamed, and has been tamed of mankind, but the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men 
which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceeds blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either a vine, figs? So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conduct his works with meekness of wisdom. But if you bear, sorry, if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descends not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Okay, so there's the chapter. And uh, where is there some mention of prayer? Well, I would take it as in verse 9, when it says, Therewith, with our tongue, bless we God even the Father, and therewith curse we men. Right? So uh, clearly talking about our speech, and in the first part of verse 9, it's our speech directed toward God, and it uses the phrase that with our tongue we bless God. And so the idea would be you know, speaking praise to him, uh, that kind of a thing, which obviously can be done in song, uh, but also certainly can be done in prayer. And so I'm being uh, generous in saying this is teaching about prayer, I guess, but uh, I think it's, I think there's some uh, really some important considerations for us. Um, I think part of what is being taught here is when we talk to God, right, um, we talk nicely. Right, uh, we bless him. Uh, we don't curse him. We talk nicely to God. Uh, when we approach to him, we're respectful. Uh, when we approach him, we, you know, we're polite. Um, we try to talk to him in a, in a, really a reverent manner, a polite manner, a, a uh, gracious manner. Uh, so that our speaking to God is really uh, as it should be, right? We we know how to talk to God, and uh, rightly so, because God is God, right? He is the creator of all things. He is our sovereign, our king. Uh, he's our redeemer, our savior. We owe everything to him. Uh, we want to talk nicely to God. Right, so no argument there. I don't think anyone, certainly not any professing Christian, is going to say, uh, you know, no, we we don't have to worry about how we talk to God. Um, I think it's it's interesting that this passage really assumes that we're going to talk rightly to God, and uh, so that's good. But it it's 
challenging us to say, okay, with that same mouth, right, and in a minute we're going to go to prayer and everyone's going to be thinking about how they're talking now, but that's okay. Uh, Okay, with that same mouth that we come before God and we talk so nicely and politely and reverently to God, we can turn around and with the same mouth, chew somebody up one side and down the other side, right? Potentially. Uh, we could curse them even uh, is the, expl- the exact statement that is made here. And of course, the challenge to us is uh, verse 10, at the end of verse 10, my brethren, these things ought not so to be. And so... What I would like to challenge us with is that when we come to pray, that we really would think about this comparison so that now that you've heard it, at least for a little while, hopefully this will be fresh in your mind, so that when you come to pray, it's like, oh yeah, we just saw that verse in James. I need to be careful as careful as when I'm talking to God as when I'm talking to you. I need to be as careful when I'm talking to God as when I'm talking to you. Out of the same mouth ought not come blessing, polite speech, right speech to him, and cursing to one another. And it's so powerful to consider the reasoning that the Holy Spirit uses to make his point. Why should you be, why should you speak nicely to the person sitting next to you or in front of you or behind you? What's the, what's the reason given in this passage? Sorry? They are made in the image of God. Isn't that something? Was James written before Adam and Eve fell into sin or after Adam and Eve fell into sin? A little bit after. (laughs) Right? Okay, are you with me? So, I mean, we're not talking before there was sin in the world, even after, long after sin came into the world by mankind, the Holy Spirit is arguing, is using for, for, for reason and basis and motive as to why we ought to talk nicely to one another. That person is made in the image of God. That's pretty, pretty amazing. Right, so may the Lord really challenge our thinking and our speaking. Because any human being that we speak to, any human being that we speak to is made in the image of God. And so the Lord wants us to show wisdom that's from above. The wisdom that is from above is pure think of think of the effect of this on your words 
The wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy, good fruits, without partiality, without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. What kind of effect would that kind of thinking have on our tongue? That's the point. right? And so may the Lord really challenge us to think before we speak. And to think about God and about the person that's made in the image of God. Right? So when you go to prayer and you talk to God, talk nicely to him. And as you go to prayer and talk nicely to God, remember the human beings around you. And maybe even ask the Lord to help you talk nicely to them.